Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Dish Yelter Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. What is up, my good sir of the Altered Gaming Confusion Universe? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Charlie, and I'm joined once again by the political cover himself, Zelius. I have a very important question, sir. Yes, sir. What is the hat that you're wearing? I do not recognize it. This is the Grumpy Old Men Brewery uh, from um, Blue Ridge, Georgia. Nice. It has many delicious flavors. I cannot say the same about the other brewery that's basically on the other side of town. That one was... It, that, okay, real quick. If you are near Blue Ridge, Georgia, which is in northern Georgia... Go find Grumpy. I'm going to make sure. I'm pretty sure it's Grumpy Old Men Brewing. Go there. Were there other Grumpy Old Men there at the brewery? There was a couple, but they were being they they were being taken care of with delicious beer, so they were becoming less grumpy. Like truly, how grumpy can you be if you're truly being taken care of? Isn't the point of the tap room to make you ungrumpy? So I'm not sure about the success rate ah, of this beer. Aha. If you were to go to the one on the other side of Blue Ridge, you would be indeed grumpy because they don't. They're just like here. They don't really give a crap. They. It looked like they cared. It looked. It basically grumpy old uh, grumpy old men. The brewery looked like uh, Sweetwater when it began. That is the vibe I got. By the way, I'm, I'm also wearing my Alter Your Gaming Confusion t-shirt, uh, courtesy nice. of super fan of the show, the one and only Alex. Did you drink, I'm going to guess, the A Boy Named Pseudo? I, that's one of them. And, and I yep. drink, I, 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 I sampled several of the flavors. Nice. But anyways, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, this of course is the Thursday Night Hangout. This is a show for you where we cover the topics that are most important to you. Uh, if, by some unfortunate happenstance, you have yet to give us the topic or question that you wanted to for us to discuss this show, have no fear. All you got to do is drop it in the chat. Now, of course, at any time during this show, either live or after the fact, if you have any thoughts, comments, or additional questions, please drop them in the chat or the comments and we will try to cover them or of course include them in the show if we unfortunately run out of time we will uh put it at the top of the agenda for the very next show so before i jump in i do want to apologize uh we did not have a thursday hangout last week and that was because i basically got the plague not the vid but the flu dear gosh have you survived so my kids had like a really nasty cold. Oh no. And so uh I was the ta the the gentleman or I should say the individual who's in charge of making sure that they did like uh you know their hu um humidifier and that they basically took like steam showers to open up all the the nastiness and whatever. And yep. it got transferred over to me. Uh I got double whammyed. Um and uh, if I had to say on a scale of like zero to 100, 100 being like, I have never felt better in my life. I would say Wednesday night ish and Thursday ish. I would say I was about a 22. I was hurt of, bad. Hmm. A 22 out of what? A hundred. Oh dear. It was, I mean, it's not like I got, I don't rarely get, I mean, I've had a couple uh, instances of the flu where I've yeah. become extremely nauseous, but most of the time it's just like, you know, it's in my chest, it's in my head, it's just icky. Was uh, this just everywhere? This was just like you were taken over by the plague? Yeah, I I, I barely moved. That is no fun, sir. <laughs> I, I was um I was jokingly saying and I the, uh, I was I I wear a Fitbit to yeah. see how I move, and I jokingly stated without actually checking this first, that um Sunday, I, I'm a um, I'm a third grade uh, boys basketball coach. I said, "Sun, I bet you that I put in more steps on Sunday than I did on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday combined." The sad thing is, I did. I I I may I actually did put more steps in one day than I did for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So that's that's five days uh, by twenty six steps. <laughs> 
because you were pretty much dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, my my the the my re my entire world was the the basement couch, um, a refrigerator with Gatorade, lots of oatmeal, water, bathroom, sleep. That was it. You know what can actually be hard to get is Gatorade. Yes. There's like a shortage. It's crazy. To be honest with you, the vast majority of crap out there, there's a shortage. I went to um, went to the grocery store the other day to get some fun uh, flavored cereal. And like the cereal aisle was just decimated. Apparently, there's actually a legit shortage of cranberry, not juice, but like cranberry sauce for, you know, cooking this season stuff. And... Uh, cream cheese. Cream cheese. Well, I'm well, assuming, I'm assuming like dairy like, products you know, is probably all these things you cook with cream cheese. That's why. Weird. But anyways, yeah. yeah so I, you know, so I'm I I I'm still alive. I do have a little bit of a a, a cough, and that's only because you know how there's oh, yeah. when when you when you when you suffer from seasonal allergies for as long as I have. Um, you you sometimes you have that wonderful you know drainage issue and then there's like something that sticks around like right at the base of your throat and so it's just itchy enough where you want to cough that's where I'm at right now well usually you're sick like that there's always like the lingering crud that just kind of like won't fully go away what'd you say and then you combine that with the seasonal allergies right now yeah. and it's just a recipe for blah well I mean, well the the I, you know, I basically have had allergies since time began for me. Um, I was you know, basically one step from being a bubble sir. boy. So, move to Minnesota for eight years, dude. I heard a crazy report that there was That's somewhere like there was somewhere in um, was it Russia maybe that had that their temperature was like sixty degrees. No, 70 degrees less than it was in Atlanta. And I was like, and that was like, that was like in the morning where it was like 28 degrees. So it was like negative 50 something. I'm like, dear Jesus. Well, then today when I went home, it was like 70 degrees outside. It's crazy. I know. I was like, it's I don't need this sweatshirt. What am I doing? Seriously. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, um, as I said, it, uh, I did have uh, my, my personal uh, form of the plague. Uh, so we did not have last week's show. And that did, of course, delay last the last last week's show because since I was sick, I was nowhere near a computer. I, m- my sinuses were so jacked that I could barely look at anything that had a screen on it without wanting to just die, basically. So, of course, Zelius, checking on my well-being, wanted to make sure that I was getting enough gaming in since I was, you know, a sideline, and unfortunately, I had to inform Zelius that my sinus pressure was so bad that I couldn't look at anything, and I got no play in. That is crazy. It is crazy. The only the only thing I was able to do was read. So I read a shit ton of books. Did you read anything of excellence? Um, uh, mm, I it was it was. I'm I'm sure everyone out there has gone through that phase where you just like. I just want something sort of fun. It, it doesn't have to be like super awesome, but give me something. And so I read this. I basically read every single book this author re- wrote. He's he done. He's not a very long-winded author. And to be honest with you, he takes a shit ton of shortcuts, which I, to some degree, I understand. If you are a, an author who's going to write several books in a series, um, and you may not know if an individual is going to pick up, like, book three randomly instead of picking up book one, you may have, you know, you may want them to be informed if you drop some lingo or an organization or or whatever. I I swear to God, this dude has, like, he must have, like, a massive file somewhere that has, like, all the descriptions, and he just cuts and pastes it the first time he he mentions anything a character here's the description 
every single book. It's like I've got, you know, it's like I, if if his word count has to be, I don't know, uh, five hundred thousand words, he's already got at least a hundred thousand words stored to kind of make sure that everyone knows about the organizations and the characters and the location and, and blah, 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 blah. I found it funny. Also, I did have a question, uh, and I really need to reach out to one of my writer friends. This author makes hints about another character that's not his own uh, without making the name. So... He, it, so he's making it seem as if he's in, if his his book universe is in the same universe as another series by a different author. Oh, uh, yep. No, I got you. I, I hear what you're, I smell it's cooking, sir. Yeah. So basically this guy is basically putting his entire world in the same world as the Dresden series. Yeah. That's interesting, actually. And he's like, you know, that 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 Are weird that weird that? uh wizard from Chicago. I'm like, can you I mean, I, yes, he's not naming him, but can you do that? I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're not like actually naming it and be like, this is actually Harry Dresden in his succubus. It's like, well, it could be anything. It's not a succubus, it's a vampire, by the way. But anyways. I haven't actually read the books. I don't know. I mean, actually I'm assuming the, the vampire, it the the Harry okay. More, I'm gonna I'm gonna open I'm going to go into this Harry Dresden kind of like tangent and then we're gonna go into one of the questions that was that is actually on the agenda okay excellent um, and that is that um, as many of you know there are quite a few TV shows that are based off of existing properties sometimes yeah. books um, comics whatever uh, there of course was a Dresden series that came out on I think it was Sci-Fi or Sifi as I love to call it. Um, and they took some very creative liberties to make it, I guess, I, I, when you take, and this, of course, this is me being a purist. I fully admit it. I'm in, I'm in counseling for my purism. All right. Um, when, if you're going to take on an existing IP, please, Keep it close to what it is in whatever the other medium is. In Harry Dresden, the book, or the book series, which is, I think it's like 11 books, or 11 or 12 books now, um, Harry's interactions with a specific vampire is bloody. They cannot be in the same room. But the TV show, they were like sex buddies. <laughs> <laughs> like forbidden love. Okay. So that being said, one of the questions that was asked for the show. Uh, oh, crap. Where the hell the questions go? Damn it. Where'd it go? Well, I say that. It's actually two series I actually like did that. One was the. Sword of Shannara series, mm -hmm. which has since been canceled. I think it was two seasons. Yeah, that was on MTV, um, wasn't it? Yeah, which who knew they did, you know, still shows. But I thought it was entertaining, but still. It, it was, won reality TV. Holy shit. It was definitely a departure from the OG books. And then Sword of Truth, which was a very much still a departure also from the books. Uh, both of them in their own right, I enjoyed. <laughs> Uh, maybe because one of them had a really cool, awesome, kick-ass character. Mm -hmm. um, but neither of them survived very long at all. Um, which I just find interesting. Both of these, you know, sci-fi series, super long, um, did not last at all. Okay, so um, the parallel, I think, that I was trying to get to is that there was some news that did come down about a specific show that was based off an existing property. Uh, it was a live-action version of an anime that it, that is much beloved. Ah, uh, yes. And that, of course, is Cowboy Bebop. And, ladies and gentlemen, I am... I don't know if I'm I'm happy to report this. I'm kind of sad, but I'm still... In, in, in some ways, I'm happy about this as well. Or sad. I don't know. Uh, that is, of course, that it is over for Cowboy Bebop, the live-action version. It did not last long. It did not last long. Um, 
the as, as someone who has seen Cowboy Bebop, the anime, all 26 episodes plus the movie, Knocking on Heaven's Door, or Cowboy Bebop the movie, if you are looking for the the U.S. version of the name of the movie. Um, mm. I've probably watched that one. Mm. Let's just say that, I mean, I don't know every little nuance of Cowboy Bebop, but I've watched it enough because I love all the characters. I love the interactions. I love the story, all that stuff. So going into live action, as, as <laughs> Zealys can attest, I am a super duper purist. I want... You know, unless the author, and this is kind of here. Here's the funny little twist with the um, the difference between the Dresden uh, TV show and the books. The author came out and gave the TV show his blessing, saying it's a different take on Harry Dresden. Okay, cool. I'm okay if if the creator goes, eh, no, it's it's not right, but eh. but then again, that did happen. Um, uh, in the Jurassic Park books, uh, Jeff Goldblum's character was so beloved in the first Jurassic Park that uh, Michael Crichton had to uh, resurrect his character, which died in the book. Sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, so that so that Jeff Goldblum would have the opportunity to reprise the role in any uh, any additional movies based off of the franchise book. <coughs> that okay. So so Cowboy yeah. Bebop. Um, unfortunately, as I said, has been canceled. Uh, another big um, show that has just started that a lot of people are like, okay. Uh, there was another huge, huge, like, you know, sci-fi nerd endeavor that was going on. That, of course, is Wheel of Time. I have not watched an episode, but I've heard that people have been raving about it in a good way. Not like Cowboy Bebop, where it's just like... <laughs> Here, here, here's the here's the fact of the matter. I, I, I've watched. I don't remember. I, I'm I'm blanking on the 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 total number of Cowboy Bebop epi- uh, live action episodes. I know, of course, the anime is 26 plus the movie. Uh, so if you want whatever that math is, um, but um, this first season they they had to you know kind of twist and turn and, and, and whatnot uh, to kind of fit certain things in, which I totally understand. Sure. Makes sense. Got to. But at the same time, for me, and I think for the vast majority of nerds who have a favorite fandom, they're they're hoping that a live action adaptation or uh, if if it's a if it's anime if if the original format is, you know, like cart- uh, cartoon, comic animated that the live action interpretation kind of meets you know it, it the 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 casting matches up to what you think yeah okay so in my opinion now of course like i said i've not watched the entire cowboy bebop thing and i'm not going to give uh spoilers i'm not going to do spoilers though of course the original cowboy bebop uh series is well outside of the the spoiler range, in my opinion. Um, I will say this: uh, the gentleman who played Jet Black, yep, uh, was phenomenal. I mean, holy shit balls! He got the mannerisms, he got the walk, he got the attitude. God dang it, that was good. the 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 female uh, lead who played Faye Valentine, I would say. You know, if you're going on a scale of zero, she should never have been Faye to 100%. Oh, my God, she's Faye incarnate. I would put it probably maybe like an 83, 82, something like that. It's So borderline passing. She passes. Yes. But the problem is Cowboy Bebop has always been, the the main focus of Cowboy Bebop is always going to be on Spike Spiegel. Yeah. Um, And that was chosen, the the individual who was chosen for the role is John Cho. (laughs) Um, who, first of all, he's almost 50 years old. And I didn't know that, but I'm like, holy shit. Um, but the thing is, like, here, here's, here's, here's my, here's my thinking. And, and I could, and, and this is my opinion. Okay. Uh, you can hate me for it. I don't care, but here it is. 
when it comes to Japanese animation, I know there's some weird ass understanding that if it comes from Japan as the original source, everyone has to be like of Asian uh, descent. Hmm. I don't. The, the beautiful thing about anime is they try to, a lot of the characters are androgynous, and they also, you really can't peg down what their nationality is so that everyone and anyone can get into the anime and see themselves as the character. Sure. Okay? So, I, I'm not saying that they, they chose John Cho for Spike because he's Asian. But at the same time, he did not, he didn't, like exude like the spike coolness. It was more like Spike's like cousin ish. The other thing, <laughs> I think, the other thing that really did hurt um, was right off the bat. Um, there was quite a lengthy delay of uh, from the release of the live action Cowboy Bebop um, series simply because filming had to stop, uh. and the reason why is that John Cho. Tore a bunch of tendons in his knee. Hmm. And then he went on Riker saying, you know, we should probably should have CG'd that. <sighs> um, uh, sure. I don't know. But the thing is, I just, I, he never convinced me that he was Spike. Well, that's the trick. When you come off a, such a loved franchise like Cowboy Bebop, mm -hmm. and you have those characters who are just like those characters, mm -hmm. that's a lot to live up to, honestly. Uh, I mean, you have such a hardcore audience, and that's kind of what I, in you know, some of the articles and comments I've read, mm -hmm. that's what I've read is, you know, when you make that departure from the characters like that, you could kill it when it's not like them. And I think in a way, that's maybe where, you know, that decision was some of the series, like I mentioned, like the Sword of Truth did that is probably for that exact reason. Whereas if you say like, we're in a world based on these characters, but it's not that exact world that I think they're the expectation, at least from the creators and the screenwriter is you don't have to be the exact incarnation of the original series where if you say we're doing the exact replication, now you have to live to that bar. No, nope. if you don't live to that bar, which is really hard to do, then people are going to be like, well, this sucks. No, I, I think, I think the thing is that when you are, when you are taking on a, a role that's been established and maybe in, you know, like James Bond, you know, where yes, there's been several different 007 James Bonds, um, which of course I technically, I, in my own opinion, believe that that James Bond in 007 is a code name. It's not one specific person. Yeah. So I don't have an issue with James Bond, future James Bonds being Asian, Indian, uh, African American, whatever. I it, it's to me 007 James Bond is basically an alias. You know, it's it's. Well, it's also our casting is so freaking important. I mean, that's one of the reasons. You know like Lord of the Rings was so successful is first you did have Peter Jackson's vision in the ability to get the three made, mm -hmm. but the character casting was pretty much spot on. I mean, the characters, like the actors for those characters were phenomenal. Um, same thing with, uh, look at the Witcher, like Henry Cavill, um, is the incarnate of the Witcher. No, no, no. Uh, okay, I, I, w take that a step further. I have, I've read several stories where when he's on set, he knows he's like the Witcher Bible. You want yeah. like minute details? He knows that shit off the top of his head. I mean, he, he, I mean, he's the. What interesting me though? So you kind of go back to the like analogy of um, Cowboy Bebop is, mm -hmm. at least in my opinion, for the Witcher, Henry Cavill kills it. Yeah. Um, Unifer and Siri and uh, who's the other female um, sorceress? Um, Marigold, yeah, Tris. They were good, but did not nail it like Henry Cavill did. Like they were not the embodiment of those characters. But they weren't bad. They just weren't perfect. But because Henry Cavill crushed it so much, you could get by with that. 
I think the same thing is possibly true for Spike Siegel, where because he's the lead main character, he's really the one who really is the one that had to be the embodiment of um, Spike Spiegel and Cowboy Bebop because he is the central character. You, I think that's really important that you nail those main characters. And if the rest of them are perfect, great. But if not, you'll probably survive because your main character is. I mean, that's so important that the right. central character is, you know, the right casting for it, honestly. Right. No, I, I, the, I mean, I understand the, the concept of you you don't want to be 100% in the shadow of the original uh, entity. Um, but the thing is that, first, like I said, I don't think that the, the casting of Spike Spiegel was correct. Um, but also, they tried to do some stuff in the live action. I, like I said, they, 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 you know, they, of course, they're not going to be able to do the, the anime is famous for those filler episodes where yeah. they, they, they're trying to get to a magic number, and so what they do is they take like a little, you know, sidetrack, maybe an episode or half an episode or three-quarters of an episode to maybe fill in some background information. Um, they um, they kind of manipulated uh, Faye's uh, backstory, which was fine. I mean, it it ended up being fine. Uh, the, the, the little extra thing about Jet, totally fine. But there was one part, and um, one of our huge fans of the show, uh, Ryan Morv of Hero Chiropractic, he stopped watching. I mean, this this shows you how off script it was. He There was a specific part in a specific episode early on where he's like, I'm done. I'm done. I can't do it. And it's not that it was just like, it was, there was no point. There, there was no reference. It was, it would be like watching. I'm trying to think of uh, a movie everyone's seen, which of course is impossible. But let's just say, for for shits and giggles, Lion King. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Mufasa dies. Um, so, uh, but let's say that for some reason, someone decided that um, instead of uh, spoiler alert, uh, Scar being the one who finishes off Mufasa by throwing him back down, um, it. It ends up being uh, a herd of pink elephants that are high on meth. I mean, it was that it was it was jarring. Okay, I understand that you you're trying to fill holes and and, and you know try to keep the main focus on a specific storyline, but you can't go way gung ho crazy ass off to the side. That's all I'm saying. But anyways, uh, so yes, th- that's done. Uh, the other, of course, the, the other humongous uh, well, show so- that's that just came out, which is on the competing um, streaming platform, Amazon Prime, once again, uh, Wheel of Time has been getting rave reviews. So a question for you. Do you think then, I don't know anything about Wheel of Time. I haven't seen it or watched mm-hmm. it. But in regards to following a known plot line, basically, mm-hmm. casting aside, We'll know that one from a do you think it's easier to do something like um League of Legends Arcane? Where there's not really a plot. I mean, we know a little bit about the characters versus something like Cowboy Bebop, where have a very established plot. So in you know, LOL, they could really do what they wanted. They can and I think they did a phenomenal job at it, but they didn't have they could make up their own script as they went along. Whereas something like um you know, obviously Cowboy Bop or like a bunch of like Sword of Truth. So these other series you see made over the years, um, even people nitpick over Lord of the Rings. You know, you can nitpick over those. He wasn't like, in that city. <laughs> but, you know, especially something like uh, Cowboy Bebop, I think mm. it's a very relevant one, is, is it easier maybe to do something that doesn't have an established history because then people can't complain about no, that. No, no, I, I think I think the, the beauty of, first of all, uh, if y'all have Netflix, I highly recommend that you check out Arcane, which, of course, is based on, in the, the universe of League of Legends and Legend of Terra and whatever other games have been spawned from there. Because apparently it did like a, like a silent drop of a, a bunch of other games they've been working on about the same time that uh, Arcane dropped onto Netflix, first of all. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Uh, the other thing is that... The, yes, there is a universe in which League of Legends, you know, 
is there and there is some lore, but it's kind of, if Blizzard was smart, okay, this is the kind of shit they could do with World of Warcraft, okay? Easily. They have so much lore and and, and they could, you know, I, I, I'm going to fully admit, I never saw the movie, Warcraft but I heard it was shit. Oh, I watched it. It was not good. And I think that's a good point because like you look at League of Legends, they packed a they packed a lot into eight episodes. Yeah. I mean, that was so much. But I thought it was well done. Versus, I actually thought until you literally just mentioned it. But you're right. That's the problem with something like a World of Warcraft movie. They tried to pack so much into you know the two-hour Hollywoodization of a movie. Where you're right. That that there's actually a lot of really interesting, cool storylines and lore. In all kinds of, I mean, like, honestly, you're right. That should have been printing money for the last five years. Yeah. That, I mean, no, holy crap. Yeah. That, it should have been. I mean, yeah. Wow. Now I'm actually kind of baffled. That, that <laughs> actually kind of annoys me. It's because of Activision, damn it. I swear to God, it's because of Activision. Yes. That universe should be printing money. Anyway, so, but but the thing is, in, in my honest opinion, shows like Cowboy Bebop, easily can have extensions because it the the way that the episodes were done there could be specific segments of time that fit you know from the beginning of the 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 anime run to the end you could just add extra stuff I mean, that's basically what they did with the the movie was that it fit somewhere between the beginning and the end uh, same thing with uh, the the Trigun uh, Rumble in um, the Badlands. They came out with a, a movie for the from the Trigun series, and it was just just drop it in. It could have happened anywhere in the the series. So here's the thing: I think one day they will. When it comes particularly to anime type of productions, mm-hmm. people don't. I don't think the demand for live action is as great as like Hollywood thinks it is. I think we've seen time to time people will eat up the anime type of stuff. Yes. I mean, look at the success of things like Dragon's Dogma. And what was the other one that was made that kind of came out of nowhere? Um, um, oh, what the hell was it? It went League of Legends. <laughs> yeah. It was, was, but it was a League of Legends, but it's not. Um, I'm going to look it up. Keep going. What? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, so there's another one that dropped this year that everybody really enjoyed. So I think what we're seeing is there's a phenomenal demand for these, you know, video-based game animes that could be creative. Because uh, I also feel like when you start getting into have, it almost seems like from a production perspective, it's easier to have, trying to think, trying to think how to word this, good acting. Is really how I look at it. Um, you know, with animes or cartoons, whatever we're calling them, you know, you can smooth over a lot of those rough edges for the voice acting and the animation and those kind of things. I think to make it better than what a live action version would be, that's part of the Sword of Truth series, which sunk it. The male actor was one of the worst actors I've ever seen. Dota. He's just terrible. Dota. Um, but what was that? Dota. Yes, you're right. Defense of the agents. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, the male actor in Sword Truth was trash. Like, just a bad, bad actor. Um, versus if it's an anime version, you could do some interesting things like you saw in League of Legends Arcane. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did some really interesting things where like, oh, it made sense, but holy crap. Um, so I hope they kind of learn. They're like, hey, maybe we should just make another season of... Um, Cowboy Bebop in an anime format instead of a live action that nobody actually really wanted. Because aren't they trying to do a live action of um, Attack on Titan also? Mm-hmm. They did. Or they did and... No, but not, I mean, it was... It, it, thank God Hollywood didn't touch it. Ah, uh, it, was, it was... Uh, it was uh, Japanese. It was... it was The entire story is broken into two movies. And unfortunately, oh. I watched them out of order. So I was like, what the fuck? Were they any good? 
they were they're kind of cheesy over the top, but I mean, they, they told the story. And, and I mean, you know, at, at the end of the day, you got the closure. It's the same thing as Death Note, uh, which, of course, was the manga and the anime. And then they had a live action. Do not watch the one on Netflix. Watch the original movie. I have the Blu-ray in case Zelius actually still has a Blu-ray player. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Does your PlayStation play Blu-ray? 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 I've just never actually tried, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have the disc player version. I just never, I don't have Blu-rays. Terrible. Absolute terrible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to take uh, just one quick little stop to do some friends of the show because they love and support us. So let's, without further ado, give them that love right back at them. And the first one, of course, is the Indie Cluster. The Indie Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as a traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts that challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. So if you want any additional information, go to IndieCluster.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-C-L-U-S-T-E-R.com. Yeah! Now, of course, the next huge shout-out that we, of course, have to give is the one and the only Noodle Boy Media. Founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran, Noodle Boy Media, previously White Kid 47 Media, is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. If you want more information and to view their full list of services, check out facebook.com slash noodleboymedia. And yes, he is still going to conventions because he's that diehard. And the final well, shout-out. side note, yes, sir. I was looking for his Googling WackKid47 to see if anything still exists for him. Uh-huh. Instead, the first hit that came up is Time Magazine's article that hitting your kids is legal in all 50 states. Oh, dear God. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, Switching slightly uh, from that thought, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I also do want to do the shout out for uh, Hero Chiropractic. Hero Chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore. The company's focused to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible and most importantly suited to your individual needs for more information go to herochiropractic.com now to answer Zelius's question they have HP regen but do they have MP regen it depends on what is required to regenerate your mana points sir AP action points oh my lord there is so many things how about skill points a skill point reset? Can I? Can they help reset my skill tree? Well, I'm, I'm assuming that they probably that that the adjusting of one's um, spinal system would cause some sort of reset, uh, reall- allowing you to reallocate certain points uh, to other things. Yeah, that'd be very useful at times. Like take all you learned, like in college. For the four years, it like reallocate those brain cells overnight to learn something else more relevant to what you're doing now with life. Okay, I'm gonna be totally honest with you. That left my brain a long time ago. <laughs> touche, touche. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to do a quick, quick. What you're saying is, if video games were realistic, you would lose skill points over time. Yes. Like skill points that you allocated earlier in the game. If you don't use those skills, like, you know, think, say you use like Fireball level one mm-hmm. earlier in the game mm-hmm. and you like stop using it in the game, like eventually you actually lose the capacity to cast Fireball one. Yes. It's, uh, what do you call it? Um, decay. Yeah, decay. Exactly. That'd be interesting. Infuriating, but interesting. Indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I know everyone knows that we, we, we've, 
successfully met our goal for Extra Life. Of course, if you want to do Extra Life, uh, if you still want to donate, just go to extra-life.org slash Alter Confusion. Or sorry, go to extra-life.org and search for Alter Confusion. Uh, we did hit our goal, uh, but there's still time to donate before the end of the year. Isn't there always time to donate? Yes, because I'll be so starting a new one. A donation would just closed. We're not going to take your money anymore. You can instead uh, give it to the Alter Confusion Patreon. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Alter Confusion survives on the love and support of fans like you. And so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, supporters, lovers, haters, demons, ghost gods, demigods, uh, extraterrestrial beings, and more to become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger cre creative career. So, ladies and gentlemen, at this current, very current moment, there are two tiers on Patreon. There is a $1 tier, which, of course, is $1 a month or $12 a year, and what that will allow you access to is uh, the, the Patreon-exclusive playthroughs. Yes, patrons get all, uh, all my special... Uh, playthroughs, they get early access to it before the public does, and of course you then have the ability for like polls and questions and posts and stuff like that. There's also an additional level that is a $5 level, that's $5 a month or $60 a year, and what that will do is you will uh, join the amazing awesome ranks of people like Hero Chiropractic and Noodle Boy Media and the Indie Cluster, and become part of our Friends of the Show. At $5 a month or $60 a year, your name organization, sorry, name or organization, is added into our thank you section for every single Thursday night hangout. Of course, you, at that level, you also gain all of the privileges at the previous level. So, if you have the ability to join us as a patron, which of course, once again, $1 or $5 a month, which of course equals $12 or $60 a year. Please go to patreon.com slash alterconfusion and become our patron today. We love patrons. Now, I was Sam Grizzle. Yes, I know. Battle and Brew is closed on Mondays, and I apologize profusely. Mondays? What are the Mondays ever to you, sir? You... Sometimes you just need that Monday to be at a bar because that weekend was a little tougher than you thought it was going to be. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, because Sam is here and I know he loves this part and, and I did successfully navigate. I don't know why I was so intent on doing this, but I did check out my, I did check the Alter Confusion PO box. Thank you to those out there who sent in gifts. Uh, but if you want to send in something uh, physical to Alter Confusion for us to show off on the show, uh, all you got to do is send or mail it to 1551 Dunwoody, that's D-U-N-W-O-O-D-Y, Village Parkway, number, and this is super duper 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 important, number 88276. Without that number 88276, it will not get to us. That is the P.O. Box number. If you forget that number, number 88276, it will be returned to you within five to seven business days. Now, of course, the city, once again, is Dunwoody, D-U-N-W-O-O-D-Y, state is Georgia, and the zip code is 30338. And yes, I did. I, I, I know I sound insane for going to... Is that the additional, um, what? Anyways, um, I, I did go to the PO, I, I did stop by the PO box, um, because for some reason, someone, someone I know sent some Christmas gifts for us to the PO box instead of to my house. So I had to go and I'm going to tell you, I survived. It was not truly a kiss of death. Uh, like it has been in previous years. The, though I do have to say that it might have something to do with the fact that the gentleman who usually basically 
pisses all over my cornflakes every single time I go in there was not on duty. So, why do you bring cornflakes to the post office? That's this the real dude. Part. Every single time I've been in there, he has given me some shit or made me feel or tried to make me feel like I'm a moron. That's what I'm trying to say. Because you come once every six months? Huh? Huh? What? 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 Because you come once every six months. Because of COVID, I, I showed up. I, I had a five-month absence because of COVID. But it but it goes back before that. Anyways, so um, let us get into the next topic. Uh, that, of course, is... There is some big news, ladies and gentlemen. That is that for the first time ever, a North American video game studio has unionized. Thanks to a partnership between Vodo Videos, which, by the way, if you try to Google Vodo Games, it will meet Google will be like, no, no, you mean video games. I'm like, no, I mean Vodo Games. Like, no, no, we're going to search for video games. Um, Vodo Games uh, with um, with the associate uh, certified motion achieved in association with the uh, communication workers of it, America, uh, the communication workers of America. Uh, they are the first official uh, unionized company. Uh, they recognize each and every U.S. and Canadian employee who partakes in full-time, part-time, remote, or contract work within the company. Um, now, for those out there who may not, I, you may not know who the hell is the Communication Workers of America. I did just a wee bit of research, and I will tell you that that bad boy has been around forever. And it is the largest communications and media labor union in the United States, and it represents over 700,000 members in both private and public sectors. So it's not like they just, like, we unionize with somebody who said that they could do it. I mean, they they legit. Um, and to take it further, and I think that this was coming, or it— whatever, uh, there is reports from the Washington Post that Activision Blizzard is working with the same organization, Communications Workers of it, of America, uh, to try to create a company-wide union. Hmm. Which I, thought, I think would probably be a little bit more complicated because um, Activision Blizzard does have, like, <laughs> has... Um, Outside of the the U.S. Uh, employees, uh, Sam's a scab. Um, if you want to know what a scab is, watch the amazing movie w starring Keanu Reeves called The Replacements. And instead of football, just think video game industry. That works. I'm 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 happy that this. I, I mean. It, it makes sense for an independent video game studio to actually do this because they don't have a shit ton of employees. It's not a whole lot of uh, um, working parts, but you know, even at that small, at that very itty bitty like small scaleness, um, there is some sort of blueprint that could be utilized by you know like a, another indie or maybe a medium sized company and. I'm not even going to talk about like Activision, Ubisoft, those monster merged companies that have so many studios underneath them. I don't know. Um, I mean, they have no incentive to basically allow unions right. at their company because then they lose all control over their employees. Well, I mean, look, look, the thing is, <laughs> unions in the video game industry make publishers shit their pants because okay. unions would really like to smack down a, this concept of crunch time and punch it mercilessly into the face until it was unrecognizable. Um, there are companies that literally crunch time. Technically, I, I want to say that the, that you have the, I don't know if it's a written rule or if it's an unwritten rule, but basically like, oh yeah, well, you know, crunch time, we will have th three weeks max. And then there's these companies who did like 
eight months crunch time yeah. with no overtime. And supposedly you're supposed to be get overtime, but yeah, no, yeah, no, no. There's, there's, you, you just you're spending, you're getting the same salary, monthly salary, but instead of doing forty hours, let's just say hypothetically you've got four weeks, uh, so that would be one hundred and sixty hours. So instead of getting, you know, your your regular salary for one hundred and sixty hours, you're getting your regular salary for like what three hundred and seventy hours. So basically almost well, two fair. months worth of work. And that would be the purpose of an effective union is instead of the basically the employee getting shot on is there is some, cause right now the only recourse is employee you have is to quit. Like that's literally your only option. Or, or they try to take it to, to court. And then the comp, if the company's big, they'll bury them in legal fees. Yeah. Good luck getting lawyer fees for that one. Yeah. Um, versus if you do have a union, at least you have some, Thing to fall back on for you know legal fees and being able to actually hold your own of like you know it's not that we don't want to work and do what we're supposed to do we just don't want to be abused to the point where we're not getting paid for what we're actually working what i think i think the the other thing is that um the unfortunate thing uh that i've learned and has been taught many 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 times over is the vast majority of the video game industry has this one mindset and it's burn them and turn them oh yeah you try to get as much as you can out of a deploy and then once they cannot take it anymore you boot them to the curb or you cause them to quit and then of course because one, they're so sleep deprived. Uh, two, they're very well overworked and they're underpaid. They probably will not be able to legally come after you because they're going to have to get a new job immediately. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And finding anything like to stand on, hiring lawyers, the reality is that's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, look, here, here's the thing. Um, there was a... Um, there was a lawsuit that I was actually part of. Uh, had nothing to do with the video game industry, but it was a, a creditor basically trying. It, it bought out another lender, and was basic. It just uh, did a, a a mass like humongous lawsuit. Um, and they're like, "Look, you we can either take it to court or you can pay this this amount of money." the The fact of the matter is, you're going to have to spend money for legal fees so why don't you make it easy on yourself um i i actually went to court and i won but i didn't get any of the legal fees back so i still and i it cost me less than the money they wanted me to sell let's just say that <laughs> but that being said i mean that that's what you know it, it's it's this beautiful thing of strong arming um this is what happened with uh one of uh, the friends of our sh uh, friends of the show that has a card game who had to rename the card game because Wizards of the Coast decide or sorry Hasbro Games uh decided that that was too cool of a name that they want and they wanted to use it on one of their expansions therefore it was theirs even though it was technically like legally the other our friends but because they just kept you know the, the 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 delay tactic that's what kills most small entities is they they basically have a motion to push out the date which of course then incurs more legal fees and the longer that you're in court the more you have to pay until the small itty bitty person who may absolutely 100% be in the right will have to fold because they can't afford it anymore <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I got nothing else to add. So, um, let's go a little bit of a happier topic here, shall we? We're, we're getting. I love happy topics. Does it involve more alcohol? After the show. Okay. Um. So, of course, we are now in the month of December, and there is Which one thing. Alcohol. Huh. Nothing. And there is one thing that notoriously happens every single December because every pretty little snowflake needs to feel important on the internet. And that is top 10 lists. And so top my... Huh? Top 10 what? Top 10 lists. Top ah. 10 games. Top 10 movies. Top 10 oh, cosmetic yeah, yeah, products. Yeah. Top 10 facial expressions. Whatever. <laughs> 
because I need that extra boost of confidence during the holiday season to make me feel relevant. Um, or not. I don't know. Anyways, so my question for everyone out there is, what is your opinion of these top 10 and how seriously or not seriously do you take some of these top 10 lists? I mean, I think they're interesting, certainly. Um, I mean, as far as usually looking back, I'm like, oh, maybe I missed a video game this year. Um, I mean, the reality is if the game is in a top 10 list, you've probably heard of that throughout the year already. It's not going to be like the number two best game of the year is Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, I would not heard of that game before. Maybe I should take a look at that. I think they're interesting to look at um, just to kind of see what's there and what kind of other, you know, critics and, you know, people on the universe think. I think it's fascinating, Um, but it's rarely going to actually affect my gameplay in habits, um, I guess is one way to look at it. Because normally I'm like, oh, I've already got my games I'm playing. So, yeah, it's interesting. I think it's cool. Um, I think it's also can be a good discussion. You know, it's I think that's also something that's different than before is, you know, 10 years ago, you know, you do Game Informer and you look at their top 10 scores. Mm-hmm. Um, and now and you might not have actually heard of some of those, actually, because not everything was thrown in your face 24 seven all the time. Right. Whereas now. You'd have to be almost finding, if you care about video games, I'll preface it with that. If you care about video games, you kind of have to be living under a rock nowadays to have not heard those games in the top 10. So I think they're interesting to foster uh, discussion. But as I think I kind of mentioned a couple of shows ago is I've also seen where it's almost turned a corner, though, now where if you're on those forums, it almost becomes into a total shit show. Let's just tell you why every game in the top 10 list is the worst game made of the entire year and you should never play it because you eat babies for dinner if you play this game. Um, so it's almost like whereas the top 10 list used to be something interesting and fun, it's still, I find it that way, but it's almost like there's the discussion, which I like, but if we see it, so much discussion can also then turn on its head and almost get a negative feedback loop instead of being what should be is uplifting and interesting as a celebration of what's interesting in games. You know, I here here's here's my thing. I think that a lot of <clears throat> already the vast majority of the influencers, people that are online, they like the sound of their own voice. And for some reason, they just really like it at the end of the year. Like their opinion has been forgotten and they just need to reinforce it at the end of the year. Um, and so I think that Unfortunately, uh, there are a lot of douchebags that are influencers who like to cause controversy. And of course, what's the (laughs) if something is going perfect or is going well, you never hear about it. It's when shit goes bad. So people these top 10 lists for me, it's just people going, let me show you something that's going to be slightly different. That's going to piss off some people so that I can get some views. I don't. I don't like looking at top 10 lists because the the fact of the matter is, first of all, if I, if I do a top 10 list, I will, and, and, and I were to write it down I, or do the video, I would make it abundantly clear that this is my own uh, top 10. People are effing vague about it. They're like, this is the top 10 of the entire year. And they're uh, from whom? From you? From your friends? For the world? Where are you getting this information? Uh, and that, but that of course is on purpose because they're like, well, I don't know about that. It's it's kind of like, um, in a way, it's kind of like the the movies that have been selected for the Oscars. The vast majority of the movies, no one has any fucking idea what those movies are. It's like this is for best picture. Six people saw it, but because it has an artistic value. Um, so for me personally, I don't look at top 10 lists unless I'm really effing bored and I'm, and I'm just like, why the hell not? I, I don't take them seriously. Um, vast majority of the time I do usually when I do top 10 lists, it's not 
it's not going to be video games or it's going to be a top 10 list that sounds interesting. It's not going to be in something that I feel proficient in. I'm not going to look at a top 10 list of video games. I'm not going to look at a top 10 list of basketball players or sci-fi movies or sci-fi books, but like top 10, I don't know, top 10, um, uh, I don't know, sci-fi fantasy locations made real in the world. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll check it out. Why not? I mean, yeah, it's open interpretation, but it, that sounds interesting. I've already formed my opinion on all the other stuff. So, uh, you know, the only thing it's going to make me do by reading those top 10 lists is wanting to punch someone in the face. And I, I don't want to be violent. Well, I think to be fair, I think most, I guess where I would delineate is I think most tech websites, I mean, kind of generic here, like a, let's just say like Tom's hardware or tech radar or those, I think they genuinely aren't trying to raise no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Well, right. Like, but again, they're also, it's kind of like, let's throw a dart and just pick 10 games that are highly rated on Steam. So, like, I just took a quick look at the top Tom's guide, top 10 on Steam. Mm-hmm. Age of Empires 2, um, Civ 6, Dark Souls Remastered, Doom, Fall Guys, um, Ultimate Knockout, Grand Theft Auto, Half Life 2, Mist, Planet Coaster, and Witcher 3. And like those are all like old, well, old and safe bets. You know what I mean? Like nobody's gonna be like, yeah, that's there's, not there's, it's not going to cause a, it's not going to ruffle anyone's feathers. Yeah, but at the same time, though, I also kind of look. This is maybe me. Is if I'm looking at the top list, top ten list of 2021, mm-hmm. I actually would think those are games that were actually went gold in 2021. Is how I look at. Like, what are you know games that came out this year? That's how I kind of look at those kind of lists. Maybe to kind of further differentiate what it is. Because otherwise, yeah, you can just pick 10 highly best-selling games off the but, but here, but Right, right. I mean, you could easily just, like, Google the top 10 grossing video games. And then, you know, and then um, uh, switch one out for a game that's absolute shit just to cause stuff. The other, pro- the other, My other problem is that... The vast majority of individuals who put these lists, especially you know the influencers or stuff, they are get, they they are sponsored. There's a potential that they're being sponsored by certain these certain items, and so you know they're not going to give you the real thing. I mean, what happens when you say what real your real thoughts on on uh, on a specific thing? If you don't know, Google uh, Weight Watchers and Charles Barkley because man that. Sponsor got pulled real quick because he just offhandedly goes, that really doesn't work. <laughs> well, that's Charles Barkley. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really, I mean, there aren't really any influencers or I actually watch. Like, I'm still, when it comes to, let's just take in this case, top 10 list. Mm-hmm. I'm still tra- old school, I guess, where I want to read that article. Like, about, you know, I, I'll find it interesting to just look at it, you know, read the, you know, I happen to see one like on a Kataku or a Polygon. I'll probably just glance at it, mm-hmm. which I find interesting, but I can also do it at my own speed. You know what I mean? Like I can glance at it. Yeah. Like, oh, I played six. I don't need to read about that. Right. Mm-hmm. But this other game, like, okay, maybe I'll read a little bit about that. That's interesting. Words it to the video First, listen to the first 30 seconds of why you subscribe to our channel. Yeah. And now we're going to give you an advertiser to sell the secret lab chairs. Yep. And now I'm going to tell you about my dogs. Okay, now we're four minutes in and we're going to give you the first game. And after three games, I'm going to tell you why you should buy this Kleenex box. Like, so for And me, then the big reveal at the end is that my dogs actually selected blindly selected all of the games that were on this list. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So for me, like I, I really, I'm not, you know, and I think honestly, part of it's generational. Yeah. Like I think our generation is still ones for us. Like influence are like, I don't get it, man. Get off my damn lawn. Um, Well, for for me personally, I'm, and and I'm sure this is a generational thing. I don't, if, if I don't know you, you may be famous as shit, but I don't give a shit about what you think is the best. I'm going to ask my buddies or my family. Well, 
specific family members. There, of course, as everyone knows, there are certain family members you just tune out because he's, you know, the crazy weird uncle guy or, or, or <laughs> aunt or cousin, whatever. Maybe he's the one who actually knows the truth of video games, though. Exactly. I, the, my I, I, really fun, quick little story. And of course, we'll have to wrap this up. Um, when I was between jobs uh, many, many years ago, um, my uncle, my uncle and aunt helped me out uh, by give by basically paying me to be a chauffeur for their kids to to pick them up from school and then drop them off at um, at where their mom worked. Uh, and there was one day one, uh, one of my cousins got in the car and he's like, you know, I have a cousin who makes video games. And I'm like, that's me. But I didn't say anything. I'm like, really? And he's just going off on like some weird ass tangent. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. That's great. How old is he? He goes, nah, he's older than me. I'm like, dude, you're like, at the time he was, I don't know, in elementary school. Like, I, I, yeah, I guess he would <laughs> But yeah, no, I, yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have unfortunately reached the end of our show. Um, hopefully, uh, I don't get another weird ass plague bug or whatever. Uh, and I could quickly do a turnaround on, uh, the show and get it to you in both video and podcast form or audio form, I guess. Um, and of course I'm almost hundred percent sure that we are on like every podcast store at this point if we're not hit me up and i will find a way to add us to it but we're on spotify we're on pandora we're on the the google play one we're on apple we're on of course podbean and whatever else is out there um but anyways ladies and gentlemen without further ado i'd like to thank everyone for tuning into the ultra confusion thursday night hangout for myself charlie and zelius it's been a pleasure giving everything our heads our mouths and of course our hearts will be back next Thursday for another Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. Remember, kids, keep on getting in the free world. Amen to that, brother.